0: This is In This Life Stories podcast about your stories, our stories, our stories until you actually write in and give us your stories that we can read aloud and share with the class. <laughs> um, to write in, you can find us at this is what happens when you're me at gmail.com and our website is this is what happens when you're me.com. Um, Natanya. I'm Anna, and today's podcast is about mosquitoes and sleeping outside. Mosquitoes and sleeping outside in the the rain. Where you sleep outside and you're really happy that it's raining because the fucking mosquitoes can get you less because they're getting rained upon too. Their wings are getting rained upon and they don't swarm you. Um, but the moment it stops, you're at their mercy.
1: So you'd think it's a good idea to sleep outside. Like when I was really little we'd go and sleep outside and just like you know it's like sixty degrees at night in the summer, it's really nice, you have the fire or
0: you just sleep outside near the woods. And And then the mosquitoes mosquitoes happen. Then the mosquitoes come. (laughs) And at first you're just hitting them and you're snuggled into your sleeping bag. gets a little hot in the sleeping bag. And eventually, especially as the summer goes on and you attempt at sleeping outside, um, you're sweating in the sleeping bag over your head, but with just that space for your (laughs) mouth. And still mosquitoes. And you hear them. You hear oh, the incessant buzzing. In. <clears throat> and we have tried to solve this with many different we tried remember fleeing and trying to sleep in the car?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you
0: think it's a good idea. And then you're making makeshift like screened windows for your vehicle because yeah, it's too hot in there to sleep
1: with the windows rolled up, so you're like, oh I'll just I'll just unroll the windows. They won't be smart enough to get
0: into this little crack.
1: You're allowing yourself, like,
0: (laughs) the one inch of space. Mm -hmm. And your house has mosquitoes because there's cracks in your house and mosquitoes get in. So remember when we were taking down that one house in Maine and (laughs) our solution? Because we we basically had a house, gutted it. Um, you know, took all the windows and made it into like a barn as the process of taking down a house. But we lived in it for that summer. Um, and it was a really great giant old house and a really great place with woodland and fields and our horses were there. And what we did was we put the tent inside the house (laughs) and then we put the TV and VCR inside the tent. That was inside the house as a solution to all of our mosquito problems, which was awesome because like there's no windows. And so the bats would come in, eat the mosquitoes and everything else that was attracted to the light that we have. We we did have electricity at this point in this house. And well, it's like we're living outside sort of. The rain wasn't as bad. No, no. The horses, um, would kind of try to reach their, on the, on the ground floor, they would reach their heads in and try to grab things off the shelves of our food. Um, or expect treats as they drove by, like a drive, like a drive through. Yeah. So they would just like appear at the window and expect to be fed bread or whatever. Which is kind of our fault because we were like, oh, hey,
1: we need to get rid of these this bread or this these apples and then just give it to the horses out the
0: window. Well, of course we did. But then they were expectant and then they were demanding and grabby. Yeah. And then that one time when we found the baby raccoon, we brought it home. And then it wasn't friendly the way you see raccoons on TV being (laughs) friendly. So we put it in the woods, but then it came to our house and came into our house, which didn't really have any windows anyways. It's a house our raccoons would have just lived in anyway. It already had a raccoon smell. So <clears throat> we had a giant, um, chalkboard. And one day we we're entertaining guests from down the road. And when the guests left, I looked over at the chalkboard. So I heard some sounds, and then there's a little tiny baby raccoon face peering over the top of the chalkboard. I locked eyes with it, and I was like, I see you! (laughs) And then it scrambled down. I heard it, like, scramble, scramble, scramble down to the bottom of the chalkboard, but its tail was hanging out there. I didn't know. I didn't know it had a tail. And so I pulled it, and then it just (laughs) came back up the chalkboard, and it's very, very cute. But... There was, um, yeah, that was an interesting house. Yeah. Random animals happen to us often. Yeah. Animals so. that aren't ours <laughs> suddenly appearing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the cat. Yeah. Um, that one time that we didn't, we were going to, from Vermont to Hudson, mm-hmm. and it was late. And we didn't have a place to stay. And there was no hotels or anything that were open or ones that were... We just definitely couldn't afford the fancy ones. And there was not cheap ones. We just couldn't find a hotel. There was none in that area. Or a motel or anything. So we thought about our friend's house. And we thought maybe that we'd be able to sleep on their porch. So we'd stayed over their house previously and... And it was great and it was fine. We're all friends and everything else, but we didn't want to wake them up cause they just had a new baby. So <clears throat> we, they just had a, so much crap on their porch. We couldn't even, so we were like scrambling around in the middle of the night. Um, mind you, it was raining of course. And there was no place to sleep on their, on their porch and on their larger porch the screened-in section of the porch, like the one that had a roof and screen or windows or whatever around it. So we went around to the front of the house, to the main entryway, which was small. And there was a four-by-four a four foot section of area of shelter, and we realized that that's where we had to go. That's what we had to do. And it was it was summertime, and which was fine. And We had our sleeping bags. I think so. I feel like they were either sleeping bags or blankets that we had in the car Mm. randomly. Yeah, we had some random stuff. Um, What they did have was, like, Mm. those gym mats. Some gym mats. Oh, God, I forgot. But, so we were like, okay. And I don't know that why no one caught us. Because (laughs) we were pretty much moving gym mats around or sneaking around the side of the house and... Sun and Snowforth. Son and Snowforth. <laughs> so on, and Snowfors <laughs> Gandalf. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so we brought the gym mats, but the gym mats smelled like cat piss, yeah. really bad. And so it was either use them to sleep on, or it was concrete and gravel. It was like a. The front
1: entry to the house where it's just like got the steps and like a little bit
0: of an entryway. And yeah, then, the gym mats would have made you know. it better. Yeah. But so we set them down. We were, we're about <clears throat> to drag them back. We set them down there and put our sleeping bags down and dealt with the cat piss. And we're just like, okay, we're just going to deal with all of this in the morning, but try to sleep now. But there's mosquitoes. And then there was the rain and the rain definitely torrentially downpoured into the small little section that we deemed worthy of sleeping. And so it became wet inside that area, although it was still warm out, so it wasn't freezing wet. It was the kind of wet that you deal with when you have a leak in your tent and it's high summer and you're like, all right. There could be a puddle in my sleeping bag, but I'm still tired, (laughs) so I'm going to sleep with the puddle. This is what I'm going to do. Which we have experience with that, too. We've had so much experience with that scenario. So we're laughing and giggling, and the mosquitoes have come, and apparently they Mm. can fly through the rain. Yeah. Yeah to get to the spot where we were that was wet, but not fully raining and fly around in this little section of, was um, there a covering
1: over it? I don't remember. There's a roof. Okay.
0: Um, but it was a little dry section that wasn't really dry anymore. And then that's where the mosquitoes (laughs) flew around, um, you know, with their victims who were us. And (laughs) so there was tons of giggling. And then somehow, <laughs> and struggling and struggling <laughs> and constant moving, this shifting, somehow there was a cat <laughs> suddenly, suddenly a cat, there was, and the a cat. cat was friendly <laughs> and the cat really wanted to get in the sleeping bag with us and so we tried, the cat that <laughs> pissed on everything else, <sighs> but it was friendly and warm. And so, you know, you're grabbing the cat. And then you're just like, shh, petting it. Shh, be okay. Stop. Be here. you to move around. Stop moving around. We're all going to sleep. <laughs> be calm. We're cuddling now. Shh. <laughs> and that's actually um, what happened with the cat. So, and then, then the door, the front door, which was at our heads, just with the with the high winds and the rain. Just opened. <laughs> I don't know it why blew it open. just blew open. <laughs> we look up; our heads are like, one inch away. We look up into their house, <laughs> hoping that no one was downstairs because <laughs> they didn't know that we were there. Oh, they, they didn't know that we were there. So we pulled the door shut, but it just kept opening and didn't—it didn't latch. So I said, "Tasia." put your um sweatshirt around it and yeah. hold it and so she <laughs> one hand was was holding this rope sweatshirt now that was around the latch and the winds were gusting and kept trying to open it she's like trying to sleep but holding onto the the sweatshirt and then their baby <laughs> started crying really really hard on the other side of the door, it seemed that the dad had gotten the baby and brought it downstairs into the living room, which was right on the other side. So we're just like, we got the cat, and we've got the doors opening <laughs> and shutting, and this baby's crying, and this guy is there, and he doesn't know that we're here. And so that's how we spent our... It was like five or six hours of that and then the sunlight appeared you know the morning the morning happened and sometimes in life you're just like goodness (laughs) thank god the morning happened because that was crazy but you know morning happens at like 5 a.m the sun starts coming up like an asshole and then okay mind you in scenarios like that your thoughts are i should get coffee Oh, yeah. The coffee places will be open. Not mm-hmm. shitty coffee, but coffee. And then I could go into a cafe, and I could use their bathroom, and I can get coffee, and I'll smell nice, and people will be friendly and warm. <clears throat> Fancy cafes in Hudson. Um, I mean, we are we're pretty much, you know, covered in cat piss, wet gravel, and everything else. But we're still, like... People will accept us. We're going to get the coffee. And then we tried to look up to see when the coffee could happen. <laughs> when the cafe would open. I think it was yep. like 7.30. It was, or it, was like open, it was open at like 7.30. 7. I think it was like 7 or 7.30.
1: So we had to wait a little bit. <laughs> we had to like watch the sunrise all. Did
0: way- we watch I- the sunrise there? Or did we escape?
1: Um, right after the sun came up, we were like, all right, we're going to try and figure out the coffee, and we put everything away, and went to the car, and turned it on, and left. <laughs> and I swear, they were probably up because they had young kids. They are probably They're like, awake. What? <laughs> what the hell? And it's not like we had the quiet car that we have now. We had, like, the loud Subaru car, or whatever it was Why that was loud. Why didn't
0: we stay in the car?
1: That's what I've been wondering this whole time. <laughs> oh, wait, was it the one with the gas smell?
0: Oh, it might have been the one with the gas smell. That was a good reason not to stay in the car. That was an extra <clears throat> added thing where I was nervous about roasting in the car the whole night. Did Even she stay in cre- the car? She wasn't up with the cat with us.
1: No, well, it's because when we were living in Vermont, I don't know if we left her there.
0: I've been trying she to remember have just the not whole situation. Been with us. Or she could have just been in the car with the windows cracked. She could have. Either or. Either or she couldn't come to the outside with us because she's an asshole <laughs> mm. a lot of times. I like the <clears throat> ingenuity that we wind up um, having during scenarios where we're like, as if we're very always ready for an apocalyptic setting. And I remember camping out in um, South Carolina, in Columbia, South Carolina. It was very cold in winter. And I mean, what you want to do is protect your body from the ground. And then there was a carpet store. And then so utilizing cardboard and carpet in order to make that barrier. Um, also heating up bricks in the fire and putting them into my down sleeping bag with a cotton covering from world war two. Mm hmm. That worked. You're really good at making really good beds out of nothing. Remember when we were living outside in Vermont when you were, like, five? Yeah. And... But it was September, but the um, the temperature that night reached 23 degrees. Oh, my God. And we're outside. And I had... Initially, someone was hanging their field, and so I gathered a bunch of hay. I made a hay bed, and I found in the garbage a, um, giant, weird... Remember that? Like, it was like a a wool blanket, but it was a long wool blanket that had no end to it. Like, it was a circle. Wow, no. That's cool. I had it for a while. So what I wound up doing is, um filling that up with hay and putting a bunch of blankets and everything on top. So my main concern with you is just like making sure that you're warm. It was so freaking cold at 23 degrees without like fancy proper gear and makeshift gear. So I like put you <clears throat> in the middle and I put all the um the weird hay blanket scenario around you and under you, and whatnot, and layered you with blankets and everything. Heated up all sorts of rocks and shit. <clears throat> that was a really comfortable bed. Sometimes when I'm, like,
1: trying to fall asleep or I'm really uncomfortable, I think about that bed, because I was like, it was really well made out of things you found.
0: <laughs> As if you're a goat. Yeah, it's
1: nice. So what's today's <laughs> word? Okay, instead of a um, top ten, we have a word of the day, and um, today's word, I don't know where it's from, um, but it's petrichor, that's a noun, the pleasant earthy smell after the
0: rain. That's a good smell. And it's a good smell. Where sometimes before it rains, and you know, it's, and it might be raining a little bit in the atmosphere, and you smell it. That's good. Yeah. Rain on the pavement when it's like 70 degrees out. Sometimes even when it's 80 or 90, and it finally rains, and it's really hot. Yeah.
1: And then it cools off and gets all windy. Yeah, and
0: you know some something crazy might happen.
1: Okay, do you have anything else? Um, do you want to talk about the stuff that we're working on?
0: Sure, you go ahead.
1: Um, well, besides the podcast, I'm working on... Oh, I don't know. Never mind. No. Nothing solidified on that.
0: Alright, well, I drew some pictures today. <laughs> now I painted, um... Pictures of bleeding hearts and of a jerk bird, which is a starling. And I carved out some more of the black print that I've been struggling around with because the black print is needing to be warmer when I carve it out, so it's easier. Um, mm-hmm. And I also proceeded to carve my finger, and that really, really, really was not good um <clears throat> although rose came to my aid and that was great she's a good girl yeah okay anyway um and that's it all right so write to us and will have your stories and tell them
1: and we'll tell your stories